You are listening to God the MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition Podcast, Episode 009. Welcome to the Godly MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition. This is the only podcast that will share and teach actionable and biblical marketing strategies to empower you, the value-based business owners and Christian entrepreneurs. Learn to communicate your message effectively in this noisy world so you can finally earn more, serve more, and give more. Now, here is your host, Kelly Botter. Hello, Katie Butler here. Welcome to God the MBA podcast. If I ask you what is the relation between a singing career and social media tools, you probably think I'm kind of crazy or not logical at all. Well, our guest today, who has turned his professional singing career to become the speaker on the main stages of social media industry, including social media world in USA and new media Europe in UK and more. Curious how it happened? Well, you have to listen further. Before that, allow me to introduce you our guest today, his background, Ian Anderson Gray. Ian is a founder of social media tools blog called Seriously Social and co-founder of web agency Select Performers. He's a consultant, speaker, web developer, teacher, and trained as a professional singer. He lives near Manchester, UK. We met each other in 2015 when he was speaking in a New Media Europe conference. Since then, we became great friends because he's such a wonderful business buddy and brother in Christ. Now, let's check with Ian and figuring out what happened to his singing career. Hello, Ian. So happy that you are here with us. Now, um, before this, that you guys already know, he is the guy for social media tools. <laughs> but you might not know. So before we pick your brand about the social media tools, which you rock the stage, both in new media Europe and social media world. Now, I'm really curious about your singer career. <laughs> well, it, first of all, it's lovely to be here. And I, I, I hope the picking of my brain isn't going to be too painful, but it doesn't sound like it will be. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun, isn't it? You know, I think we tend to put each other in boxes, don't we? So, you know, you're the social media tools person or you're the business coach. But there's so many other sides to it, so, so many different factors. And I kind of get confused when I'm speaking to people. What aspect of myself do I mention? So... At the New Media Europe conference, um, most of the time I was talking about the fact that I specialize in consultancies, social media tools. But there was so, the, the other aspect of me is that I trained as a singer, and that is definitely part of who I am. Right back when I was a child, I was always very musical, but I was also interested in technology. And I, I really struggled to kind of marry the two. What Which bit of me was the most important? And the careers I advice I had at school was just appalling. They, they just couldn't understand me. You know, how could I be good at, you know, 
music or, or singing and, and technology and science. And it's taken me almost until the last couple of years to realize that you can do both. And for me, singing and science and technology are very much related. In fact, my, my wife, we're just talking to, to my wife about the fact that she did similar exams at school to me. She did physics and maths and music. I did physics, chemistry and music. So, yeah, so singing is, is I trained, I, I went to university to study music and then I went to a music conservatoire in where I live in Manchester in the UK called the Royal Northern College of Music. And I studied there for three years to be a classical singer. And uh, wow, what, a, what an amazing opportunity to, to be there and get involved with all that singing. I taught singing and still teach singing today and I still sing professionally. But it's interesting, a year ago, I started speaking at conferences and I, and I went on stage just a year ago at a big conference in Manchester called the Big Social Media Conference. And there were some big names there. There was Mary Smith and Melanie Dodaro. And here was little me <laughs> going on stage <laughs> the first time uh, talking about social media tools. And I remember feeling really, really nervous thinking, and also this kind of feeling of um, almost imposter syndrome. You know, what on earth am I doing here? What, what have I got to contribute? And I went on stage and then something clicked in place. And I just went into, into this zone and I really enjoyed it. And it wasn't until afterwards that I realized all that training I had as a professional singer transferred over into being a speaker. And it's just been amazing really over the past year. You know, just a year ago I started speaking and then I ended up going to San Diego to speak at Social Media Marketing World, a, um, a conference in the Czech Republic, speaking in France. And then just this weekend at New Media Europe. So it's just been amazing, really, to see, see kind of how that my singing has transferred into this. Wow, that is so fantastic. I did not know that. Oh, so actually the experience and the training from the singer career, it, I always say God never wastes anything, really, isn't it? That's so true. And, and I kind of struggled with that for a while. I thought, you know, I actually felt guilty. You know, all that training, in fact, you know, it cost a lot of money as well. You know, I did in, in singing, training to be a singer. And, and then what, what am I doing now? I'm doing something completely different. I felt like I felt guilty mm. almost, which I now know is wrong because, well, I mean, I've, I'm still doing singing. I, I've got this amazing opportunity where I'm going to be singing at the Keswick Convention, which is this, uh, it's a Christian conference in, in the Lake District in England. And I've got this amazing opportunity to sing with other people in a kind of, with six other people on stage. And we're going to be singing, you know, a wide range of music and, and then going to be singing in, in September. So I'm still doing it and I'm still teaching. And that's the other thing I wanted to, to quickly share, if it's okay. I mean, I teach, sure. I have wonderful privilege of teaching kids basically 19 and under every week at the Royal Northern College of Music and again I kind of feel what you know what am I doing <laughs> I'm doing that and I'm, I'm doing social media but you know what that recently is I was reminded of the fact that what I love doing what I'm passionate about doing is teaching and just a month ago I finally after years of procrastination I launched my first online course and I love it because it's it's another opportunity for me to teach and to communicate and to make things easy. And it's something I've been doing for years. Um, and again, it's another kind of transferable skill. Yeah, and I'm gonna confess, I'm part of the army that God sent me to kicking his butt, to get that <laughs> course out there. <laughs> 
I need it. I needed a lot of help. <laughs> okay, so I guess now I think for the listeners, they're probably thinking, okay, we need social media tools, but so many tools out there before we even you know dig into what tool for what. So Ian, can you kind of show uh, us that what we should consider before we even to choose tools? That's a really good question. The first thing I would love to say is don't worry. You know, we all feel overwhelmed with this. There are so many tools out there. And in fact, I, I was making a list of this. I, I got a virtual assistant in to, I was hoping to kind of make a database and a post about all the social media tools out there. I kind of gave up when I got to over a thousand. You know, there are <gasps> thousands of these things. And I don't think they all do a particularly good job at communicating what it is that they do. You know, you go to the web page for this tool, you think, what on earth does this do? <laughs> so I think what I'd say is, you know, it's very easy to get shiny new tool syndrome, which I suffer from. You know, this shiny new tool comes, you think, oh, yeah, I've got to play with this. And, you know, it isn't necessarily going to solve your problems. So the first thing I'd say is look at everything that you're doing on a daily basis, make a list of it, and then look at are there ways that a tool could help you with that? So Probably one area is the whole idea of scheduling or I say scheduling. I know a lot of people say scheduling. So just, you know, that's, that's just the way I speak. But yeah, sch scheduling tools, you know, we can spend a lot of time posting uh, social media updates throughout the day. And I'm a great believer in segmenting your day. So maybe so spending 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes uh, midday and 10 minutes later on getting through certain tasks from your social media point of view. But if you could post or schedule all your updates at the beginning of the week that's going to save a huge amount of time so that's one area for that a tool can help with it another area is the whole area of engagement and that is so important i see so many people and we were talking about this before i see so many people talking about scheduling content and then never engaging with people you know people are asking you questions and you're never responding to them the problem is there we're becoming a one-way communication machine a bit of a robot so that's one area. Another area, area might be kind of helping to understand the analytics and, and with reporting and things like that. And so there's, there's a number of areas. And what I'd say is work out what it is that you're wanting to do and then look for tools that are going to help with all of those different priorities. If you can find one tool that does all of them, I kind of call this the, the one tool that rules them all. Brilliant. But most of the time, you're probably going to have to compromise and find a selection of tools that are going to help here. I'm afraid to say there's no such thing as a perfect tool. What so, a pity. There's no perfect tool, Ian. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, the, but there might be a perfect tool for you. So, you know, there are tools such as Hootsuite that try and do everything. And Hootsuite, uh, I know many people use Hootsuite. It's, it's a good tool that tries to do everything. So it does allow you to schedule. It does allow you to engage. It does give you reporting. Is it perfect? No, it isn't. You know, some people may find it it works really well for them. And so that's what I would say, you know, try these different tools out. They've many of them have got free trials and and do your own research. And, and that's certainly what I've done. In terms of these social media management tools, there's probably four or five main ones that I'd, I'd recommend looking at. And I have actually just published a post that looks at the top five rated social media management tools. So hopefully that will help but ultimately, you've got to make your own decision. So the, the top five are Hootsuite, Sprout Social, Agora Pulse, Buffer, and Sendable. 
that's not in any particular order. And then you need to look which networks are you wanting to integrate with. So if you're just on Twitter, that makes it easy. If you're wanting to manage Pinterest and YouTube, that's more difficult because most tools don't integrate with those. And then what are your priorities? Is it just scheduling or scheduling? If so, then maybe a tool like Buffer is going to be great for you. But you're probably, well, you are going to want to engage with those uh, mentions as well. So you'll need an added tool because Buffer won't help there. So for me, the tool that I would use for all of this is a tool called Agora Pulse because I think that does a particularly good job, not only at, at scheduling stuff, and I still use Buffer as well, but it does allow you to, to schedule stuff, but it also does a really good job at enabling you to, to engage with people. So if people have mentioned me lots of times, I can go through and respond and then they disappear from view. So it's kind of like responding to email. I, I know exactly who I've responded to. So I hope that helps. Yeah, it's very helpful. Now, um, Ian, I know probably, I, I know, you know, my listeners, they're probably in a different stage of their business, right? So let's talk about, you know, they're just starting out, which one would they should, should consider first? Let's say well, for Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So good question. The other thing that you need to put into this is budget. If budget isn't really um, an issue if you can justify the cost then i still go a pulse but it isn't the cheapest it's you know it's going to be about 30 dollars. you know there's a base price whereas hootsuite is free but if i look back at where i started i started with the likes of buffer for scheduling and actually use the the platforms themselves so i actually would respond to people on facebook and respond to people on twitter and that's probably a good way to start. You don't necessarily need a tool to begin with. When you start finding that you just, you, you're struggling to cope with the number of mentions, it may be at that point that you need to think about a tool such mm. as maybe TweetDeck even or Hootsuite. But if you can, the, the only thing I'd say is once you get into a tool, it then becomes very difficult to then change and move to another one because inevitably with all these tools, you need to spend time learning how to use it and you're investing a lot of time. And you may find that you're using a tool that isn't really perfect for you, but you really can't be bothered changing because you've invested all that time in learning how to do it. So I would say do the research, make sure you know which tool you're going to move to. Maybe just start posting on Twitter and Facebook. And then further down the line, once you've got the budget and you can justify the cost, then go for your kind of perfect tool. Because there is going to be a cost, you know, whether it's investing the time and energy into learning the tool or actually paying a fee for the tool as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just almost like we talk about traffic. You know, for me, there's no free traffic anymore, meaning yeah. that either you spend your time or you buy the traffic, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, recently you did a fantastic tutorial in your blog post about Facebook Live. Can you kind of share with us what do you see, what's the benefits of Facebook Live for the small business owners or solo entrepreneurs? Well, there's a lot of talk about live video at the moment. I mean, uh, people keep saying that 2016 is going to be the, the year of live video. We've got Snapchat, we've got Periscope, and there's all these kind of tools coming up. But the thing about Facebook is that for most small businesses, you've got your audience there already. Whether it's your Facebook page, it may be if you're a solopreneur, you've got maybe your, your friends or maybe you've created a group. 
And the great thing about Facebook Live is that you can communicate a bit more of your personality through that. You, you can show behind your scenes. And, you know, right back to the, you know, to the medieval marketplace, we've, as humans, we've, we've done business on a personal level. And Facebook Live enables us to do that. Up until recently, the way that we've done that is through our phone, through our smartphone. So Facebook Live has been, certainly for iPhones, has been available to your page and to your profile. You've been able to go through on that. Me as an Android user, I only got it on my profile on Saturday. I, I nearly fell off my chair. I thought, finally, I've got it. I was very excited. So that's how you can do it through your phone. And I still think it's a good idea to do that. But Facebook are developing the, the platform. And, and recently at the at Facebook conference, you know, Mark Zuckerberg was messing around with drones and, and all these things and, and multi-camera setups. And that is going to be the future. It doesn't need to be expensive for small businesses to do this. So my article was about using a free piece of software for Mac and Windows called OBS Studio. And that allows you from your desktop and your webcam to go live to your Facebook profile or page. And you can do things like share your desktop. You could share a PowerPoint or, or keynote presentation. You can share your screen and you can do a, a huge amount of things from your desktop and make it look very, very professional. So that's what my article was about. And there's also a little button at the top that allows you to go live to your profile page and group. Yeah. And I tried so I can say it works and works very well. <laughs> and people say, well, Kelly, how did you do that? I said, well, go to Ian, <laughs> that he's an expert, not me. And I, I know that uh, because I use a screen flow, so I know uh, the TechSmith, that company, obviously they have a $500 software called Wirecast, is it? Wirecast, yes. Yeah. There's quite a few different pieces of software that, that do this. OBS Studio is one of the free ones. Wirecast, I've tried. And I have to say, it, it is more slick, it's more professional looking, it kind of feels cool, but it's $500, you know. So I think if you, if you can justify the cost, by all means, go for Wirecast. And, and I think they've got some new cool things coming up with new versions. But maybe try the two. Um, but OBS Studio, you know, it's free and it works really well. And I think that's probably a good one to start with. Yeah, I think for the, well, stewardship point of view, I think maybe try the free one first. Mm. Uh, go to Ian's blog post. We surely put all the goodies in our show notes. Uh, <laughs> try first and then uh, to see whether, you know, how much you will use this method. I mean, just like Ian said, it really come to a point that you feel like, hey, you got to use Facebook Live mainly a lot for your business and you can justify the, the cost. So why not that you can upgrade them? But before that. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and just a little tip that I would suggest for many people, I think we're, we're a little bit nervous about going live for the first time, which, you know, I totally understand. First of all, just test, test and test. And you can when you go live for the first time, I'd recommend going live to your profile and setting the privacy settings or privacy settings to only you. So you do the Facebook Live. No one's going to watch it. But then you stop and then you go back and you look and you make sure it did everything work well. Did, were the audio levels OK? And sometimes there's a few little glitches that you may need to sort out. That I know that we were talking about and we're trying to sort out. So do that first. And then may maybe then you want to just share with some close friends. And then once you've ironed out all those things, you're really comfortable and confident, 
then you can go live to the world and it'll be uh, very exciting. <laughs> you see, I did my first one before I went to Ian's uh, tutorial. So I right away go to the whole wide world. And then <laughs> I thought, wow, oh my goodness, now already a viewer. What do I say? I did not mean to say anything. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, surely check out his blog post. It's really detailed, really nice. So Ian, then can we also share a little bit about, you know, one funny thing that happened in your entrepreneurial journey? It's a really difficult question because I can't really think of very many, but it's not necessarily funny, but I was speaking in the Czech Republic at a conference just the end of last year. And I also, for some reason, had to fly into Budapest in Hungary on the way there. And unfortunately, at the time, this was the whole refugee crisis. So the, the Budapest train station was under siege and uh, I was going to be getting a train up from Budapest to B Brno in the Czech Republic. But obviously, I was looking at the, the TV news and thinking, oh, my goodness, I can't go. I, you know, I can't go there. So I was had to phone up the organizer and then they said, OK, right, we'll have to change that to a bus. So I ended up getting a bus through Slovakia up to, to uh, the Czech Republic. We were delayed. We saw the all the refugees walking. It was, I mean, it, this isn't a funny story, but it's just a story that sometimes you can get caught up in in these amazing and and and, and challenging situations. And uh, it was kind of quite a scary thing, but also a moving thing as well. As I kind of travelled up to uh, the Czech Republic, so that's that's the only story I can think of. There may be others that I'll probably think of later. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I mean, it, it, it's great. It's a great story because a lot of people, when they see entrepreneurs, they just travel around, look very glamorous, but they did not know behind the scene <laughs> the things that we have to go through, right? Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people think that, you know, uh, we all travel around in our private jets or first class. <laughs> <laughs> But I was no, I was, I was on a. It was lovely. It was on a. It was on a bus through Slovakia up to the Czech Republic. So I did see, you know, the beautiful surroundings as I went. But it yeah. wasn't first class. <laughs> <laughs> so Ian, that I'm gonna ask you this question. That I ask each one of our guests. What is your godly MBA moment? Meaning the moment that you figure out your business is way beyond just business. So for me, it's been a long, drawn out moment because it has taken me a long time to kind of work out that. And it's something I'm still trying to work out and struggle with. As I mentioned earlier, I you know, trained as a, as a singer and as a, as a musician and I did teaching. And then how does that then tr move into what I'm doing now? How does my business impact others? And I think I've kind of, I kind of joke with others that I, I think I'm starting to understand or come to real I want to do when I grow up you know I make a joke about that and I think I think I'm starting to understand what God's plan is not fully uh, I wish he'd tell me but uh, I'm starting to understand a bit more and that is really that I want to bless others through what I do recently I did something called strength finders which I definitely recommend that everyone does it's um, you can buy the book and it's an online test that allow that comes up with your core strengths and Finding out what my core strengths are was quite an affirmation. So one of them is is problem solving, and the other one is bringing consensus of two opposing views together. So helping people come, you know, to understand things, and and also teaching as well. So I feel all that I'm doing at the moment, such as consultancy, that's helping people, my online courses, that's teaching people. Also, adaptability is another strength, doing something, doing different things. So working from home is part of that. So I'm still trying to work out what 
I can do in my business and how that will bless others. But I feel that I'm finally starting to get somewhere in terms of what I'm doing. And um, I'll let you know how I get on because it's an ongoing process. Wonderful, Ian. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And today, I really, we feel very honored that you know, you're spending time with us and uh, share with your knowledge and your story. And uh, I think, you know, a lot of times we think of those people on the stage, you know, we saw the glamour side, but we love, really lovely to know the real life side of entrepreneur, isn't it? Absolutely. We're, we're human beings at the end of the day, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. We are just from the dust, remember? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Yin. Oh, it's a pleasure, Kelly. Thank you for having me. I trust you have enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As you can tell, Yen and I had so much fun to create this episode for you. And he has shared so much valuable insights in the show. For all the information we mentioned during the show, please visit katiebother.com forward slash 009. Remember that five tools that Ye mentioned and also his very valuable and affordable Facebook Live course, all the links, all in the show notes. Now, today I want to take a little bit time, a moment to share with you some feedback we received in the iTunes. For example, on August 1st from Janet Marie, she say, as a PR specialist, I love seeing people who are not afraid to stand out in their business. And Kelly truly stands out, not least for bringing two subjects you don't often hear discussed together, faith and marketing. Great guest and content. Thank you so much, Janet. And that is just one of the wonderful feedback we received. You know, we really appreciate that you're listening to the show because we know you have so many options out there and we don't take lightly. We truly appreciate it. So if you enjoy the show, please do share subscribe, and give us your honest feedback in iTunes so my team and I can continuously produce valuable content for you. Don't forget all the goodies we mentioned during the show and my free gift for you. That business blueprint for Christian entrepreneurs is at kellybother.com. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Godly MBA podcast. For more actionable marketing tips and strategies and today's show notes, visit www.kellybotter.com.